Hello, our listeners. Welcome back to the Horror Motel. We are delighted to have you this week. We're delighted to have you every week. So thank you for coming back and joining us again. We've done some refurbs. We've worked on the hotel. We have some new choices of movies, but I'm not going to babble on too long because I want to bring on my co-host, the enchanting, the uh Engaging. I don't know. Again, I am not good with choosing the engaging, enchanting, icon. Engorged. Uh, uh, engorged. Galore. <laughs> Where did engorged come from? Oh my goodness. Hello, Alison. She's Melia. She's international. She She's currently in Canada. Um, and we are doing pretty well, uh, time difference-wise. It is uh, as as of recording of this. It's just gone three pin in the afternoon. Uh, what time is it there, darling? It is ten o'clock, which to the normal human being is a reasonable morning oh, yeah. hour. So, yeah, yeah. It's not yeah no, ten o'clock to me is still very, very early. I think it is because we have both not had children. I think people <laughs> who have children. I don't have morning. You have a dog, though. I don't have a dog, but um, and actually, I've been babysitting a really gorgeous puppy this last weekend. My friends Roddy and Aiden. They have a, 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 if you if you see Bunny Glaw's um, Instagram, there's been a lot of dog photographs on there of Rene, who was this uh, French bulldog. That's a very different timing as well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, it's adorable. Oh, this. I ha- I've had to, I was at a uh, birthday thing last night and a lot of people brought the dogs and I had to, and I was saying, and everybody had seen these photographs and half people thought I had got got my own, which was like, no, I really can't, you know, my lifestyle, it's a bit like, it's a bit different, I think it's hard, I don't really have a, a support circle around me here, so, um, uh, uh, but it was so hard to talk myself out of it. It's only because one friend's dog had passed away lately that I was like, yep, there we go. Tell me more stories like that. That will stop me because I don't think I'm strong enough to cope with the, the oh. death of a pet is really hideous. So, um, because unfortunately, they, you know, it's a short, you know, you get 10 good years and then two years of vet bills, I think. <laughs> the cliche yeah. seems to be. Uh, someone told me that the other day and I was like, oh my God, that's enough to put you off, isn't it? Um, because yeah, I can't cope with the idea. But I had a great, great time babysitting. Uh, but to most people, ten a.m. is normal. You are right, Alison. <laughs> to <laughs> most people, would be like, "That's a lay-in." Wow, yeah. you didn't have to start till ten. Uh, <laughs> it is that is not my world. And in fact, we've trained our puppy. He is on our schedule, so he like doesn't yes. get up till eleven. He's our, you know, he's a lazy little pup, just oh. like us. Yeah, no, day two, it was like that. Day one, because the guys were going away to this music festival, I had to be there at 7 a.m. I'm normally getting in at 7 a.m. And um, I think so are they, for that matter. But um, uh, I think I did more before midday than I've done in the last six months of my life because it was just like, play, go for a wee, sleep, play, go for a wee, sleep. And that, that's the puppy, not me. Um, and... <laughs> Yeah, clock, right. I was like, yeah, right. I needed to lie down at twelve o'clock. I was like, this is a lot to be to be doing, especially when you're in a different. You know, I was staying at their place, so it's a little bit different. But I had the had the best time. Anyway, how has it been in sunny Canada? Please say it's better weather than London because it's pouring down. There's been a small storm outside for the last hour. So uh, how's it there, darling? Well, I would like to tell you that it's better, but no, I've brought the rain with me. Everyone, actually, yesterday there was sleet. <laughs> And it was a storm. I think it's. I'm not going to open it up because I won't be able to close it. But yeah, no, it's it's been uh, it's been cold. A cold wind. 
Um, but I'm not going to complain. It's nice to be back. I haven't been in Toronto for a very long time, which is where I am right now. Okay. Uh, my family is not from Toronto, so I am catching up with people that I have not seen for a long time, which is a delight. But all I could think about last night was my puppy after you sent me pictures of the puppy that you am taking care of. That is literally, I'm starting to get to that point where I dream about putting my face inside my puppy's fur and just, <laughs> I'm a weirdo. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> how, how old are they? <laughs> so Bear is, he's going to be three in June, everyone. Oh. So cute. Very and he cute. got a haircut the other day and then found a box of toffees and got into them. And so he has toffees stuck all over him. But because mama's not there, the toffees are still on him. Because Danny, my fellow's like, well, I don't really know how to get them off. I was like, well, you're going to have to figure that out, aren't you? Yeah. How would you do that without cutting it out? I don't know. I guess you probably would have to heat Coconut oil. 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 Oh, coconut oil. I've just brought some coconut yeah. oil, actually. I'm Oh, my gosh. I've so t got into TikTok in the last few days. Apparently, I'm a teenager. Uh, but I'm trying the rosemary oil hair thing with... But you need coconut oil to mix with it if you don't have a pre-diluted one. So, um, yeah, it's good like, But I didn't realize the coconut What's oil... The like, rosemary oh. hair? What, what is this? What is this thing? Well, apparently rosemary oil and also uh, castor oil uh, is... Um, Good for hair growth, for stimulate, basically stimulating the follicles. I don't take anything for my hair. I don't do... What's the vitamin you take for hair? Is it vitamin E for hair and nails? And vitamin skin? E, biotin, folic... Yeah, I don't do anything. Folic acid. So I was... Okay. After that, the 74,000th TikTok I'd seen going, Oh my God, you guys. <laughs> you got to try rosemary oil. I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to buy the one on TikTok. I'm going to just buy one from, a good one from Amazon. I mean, it's pretty cheap, really. It's only like eight, nine pounds. But yeah, so it's to stimulate, um, follic you know, follicles and things like that. I thought, well, because, you know, I don't really look after my scalp and things like that. I thought, but it's, it might be time to. And I love a crazy fad. But, it, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. It's The results seem to be pretty great for what everyone's saying, if, if you believe what they're saying. Um, but the ones that show you the after, and go, like, well, the, all this has grown back, or all this is like, re-stimulated. I was like, oh, that's quite worth it if it's kind of going to make your hair thicker and things like that. So it's always a good thing, isn't it? So yes. Uh, so if you come to TikTok I'm interested about that. I knew castor yeah. oil, because I know they always say put castor oil on your eyelashes to make your eyelashes. It's a similar right. thing, yeah. So eyelashes, eyebrows, and scalp. Um, I didn't know about castor oil until I already got the, the rosemary oil, but I think it's, um, it must be just something that stimulates the 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 follicles i guess but yeah who knew castor oil that would that would do that to your eyelashes and eyebrows and hair we oh my god that. we're slaves to tiktok i know to TikTok. I've, literally i've taken i want to years. get a hula hoop i want a hula hoop now because everyone keeps going on about i lost four inches on the, the hula hoops that like have you seen them that you can no, take apart and they oh my god this is what's interesting too is tiktok <laughs> really does target yeah. Obviously, someone's been thinking about her weight because it's like you want to lose weight. Hula hooping is the new thing. So it's like a hula hoop that like fits right around your tummy and then it has links. And every time you lose weight, you take out a link. Oh, and it's a hula hoop that. that has like a weighted thing. Like a so it's not thing. anymore trying to keep the hula hoop up. It's on your tummy. Yeah. Uh, so I think the same, I, the same I body almost action. bought it. 
yeah, same body action, but you're not yeah. having to keep the hula hoop. Yes, I have seen. It, you know, that, do you remember swing ball where it was like a, a ball on a string on a pole that you'd spin around? It's a bit like that, isn't it? Like you're you're the pole. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah. No, I have well, seen tether ball. Yeah. Yes. Oh, right. Yes. I think yeah. in the UK it was called swing ball. I think or something. Maybe that's is that the brand? What you know? Is that the brand name or is that the, the knockoff version I had as a kid? I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, so. Uh, yes, you feel like that. I do love a, uh, a, a, a like a well, the, the, not that they're faddiers and they don't work. I think they're faddiers and they do work. But it's, I mean, hula hooping is always going to make you sort of more fitter, isn't it? Because of the what you're doing. It's just that no, not many people think, oh, I'm going. It's a child's thing. I'm not going to suddenly go to the shops and get a hula hoop. <laughs> Oh gosh! But now on oh. TikTok, it's your adult hula hoop. Get your adult hula hoop. <laughs> there we go. We're going to be doing that. It's been quite a week in the news as well. I just wanted to touch on when we we're recording this. It's probably this is going to go out next week. So I just wanted to. I've had uh, you know it's been good news, bad news. Uh, the bad news, I personally, is yeah. um, the passing away of Paul O'Grady, Lily Savage, very suddenly a few days ago. He's in the middle of the tour of Annie at the moment. Uh, Crave River Hallward, uh, Jodie Prenger, and oh, who else was there? Somebody else is doing a lovely Scottish actress, comedian. Uh, uh, but mainly it's shared between Paul and Craig. So I think he'd done some venues. I think he'd done Newcastle. I think he was in, in Edinburgh last week. And then suddenly, um, Monday, no, Tuesday night, wasn't it? He'd it suddenly just passed away. I, I presume in his sleep, you know. He's had a lot of heart problems over the years, and I think probably slightly living on borrowed time there with the heart but it it surprisingly hit me quite hard because i said I, i'd never met him i have a lot of my mates are very good friends of his and they i think they're fe really feeling it one of uh sally was doing interviews on this morning and stuff like that so it was that broke my heart completely to see her like that um and she's worked she's been working on a new project with him um but i'd never met him uh, but it made me realise what a huge effect he'd had on me uh, as Lily uh, back in the days of there's a, bre a t um, breakfast show called The Big Breakfast, a very anarchic show on Channel 4. And he was he took over from uh, Paul Yates uh, as the interviewer on the bed of the, of the celebrities of the day. And um, seeing, and I was doing, maybe I've said this on the show already, but I was on the um, Gabby Roslin's radio show a while ago and mid-interview, I suddenly had this epiphany of going like, oh my gosh, all this is your fault and Paul's because I would watch you both on The Big Breakfast and I was at drama school doing musical theatre at the time, not really thinking this is the right thing for me, but in those days you kind of had to do the traditional route to get anywhere. Um, and I said, that's what I want to do. And I couldn't, it took me ages to figure out how to do that or, or you know, I'm still on that journey. But, and, and what's been lovely has been the outpouring from everybody else. Like the, I thought it was just maybe me would, re, you know, remember Lily more than, you know, and a few other, you know, drag queen artists that would remember, but it's been this avalanche of love for him as Paul O'Grady and Lily. Everyone's posted these wonderful clips. And I mean, I, I just wish he got to see it, but I, guess, I think he knew how much everyone loved him, but because he's still very current, really, with, you know, just segues into radio and segues into the, the dog show. Uh, how, how did you, how long have you been aware of him, Alison? 
Well, like I knew who Paulo Grady was and I knew, you know, Lily Savage, but I never, I mean, I didn't grow up in the UK, right? So I wasn't exposed. I didn't see, you know, but my boyfriend uh, talks a lot about, you know, the breakfast show and seeing, you know, Lily on that and, and various things. And what was it? He was telling the story the other day about remembering seeing they were doing wine testing, I believe. Oh, and yes. uh, okay, it's been doing the rounds. It's and, glorious. And I think that's the nice thing in times like this, when we lose uh, people, it, it, these their memories and, and the clips and all the things that they did, I mean, it really is a celebration of someone's life. And like you said, I think it's a real testament yes. to who this person was that everyone and the outpouring, mm. I mean, across all communities. Mm. Yes. Um, you know, and uh, because look, Lily, that drag, this is before... It was, drag was, you, you look at our world oh, now, before, drag is... Yeah, is, it was, I, I'm looking yeah. at it now thinking Lily Savage was my drag race. That's what made yes. me realise it was okay to do it in a mainstream way. And I've been trying to make it, I, I, I tried to make it as mainstream as I could. Uh, uh, before, and then drag race came along and kind of kind of did it for us, really. Um, but not that I'm saying I compare myself to Lily in the style that I do because I'm a very different kind of artist, but uh, but as in what she what she achieved and set out, I wanted to set out and achieve. What you could do with it. What you could do, what you could be allowed to do, because it's such a glass ceiling. In fact, when Lily kind of disappeared, it mm -hmm. kind of stopped. It became, it, and also she is, well, Paula Grady and Lily was such a one-off that it's very hard to um, replace them. But I just wanted to sort of acknowledge that. And uh, it's, it's I'm very so sad. glad, yeah. And it's it's weird at the moment. I think it's the weirdest bit is if he wasn't on the UK tour of Annie and literally in Edinburgh last weekend, I think they do it do every week. So I think it was, I think Southampton, Mayflower, who I've, I've played the Mayflower, um, I don't know, a few years ago now. But uh, so, I, but the weird bit was I really wanted to see him in Annie because I'd missed it the first time back in 1998. I actually saw Leslie do it, who's 10 years before she became a friend of mine and when we worked together, and still a great friend, uh, spookily, that I saw her do that. But I was like, oh, I never saw Paul do it. I wish I could see him do it. Now he'd come back into this new production. I was like, oh, perfect. Oh, wow. Um, but it's just glorious that, you know, everybody is remembering all the, all the great times. It's just a bit of a shock because it's, it's not like he'd slowed down slightly and was sitting at home you know not feeling very well it's literally bang um but then what way to go surrounded by dogs trying to you know by his husband on a probably watch you know spoke to his mates and then you know bang gone and that's probably a nicer way to go isn't it i guess i think so and working look i often think of this working and and doing what he loved because that's what reading about he wanted to keep busy loved working loved nice. being loved doing things creating and i often think how wonderful that is that you get to live your life and do that up to the very last moment you know yes i it's morbid but i almost think i wouldn't mind going out tommy cooper style oh right? no totally like, doing Always what you to love to the yes. very last yes. second yeah yes i think there's a yeah. theatricality to it as well isn't there <laughs> we kind of a uh, by the way, if you don't know, Tommy Cooper was an English comedian that uh, passed away midway through the live broadcast of the Royal Variety Show, which was, I remember watching it live. I was I watched it on TV, okay, and he just slumps to the floor and then they kind of go to advert very quickly. And he was pretending to snore, so it, it kind of, people thought, oh, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a bit. 
it's a it's a comedy routine but unfortunately it, she was full on is there a doctor in the house when the camera's cut um but what an iconic way to go i mean that's a great <laughs> I, just... I mean you know <laughs> i think I all we can that. all wish for is to just live our lives till the very last second so exactly. it's a testament to who these people are that we still talk about them that we remember them that they have inspired us and um i'm very glad you brought that up thank you yes uh, it's slightly more awkward to try and to, to uh, segue into our film for today, but we will do as always. Well, I think now so. transitioning it. Yes, your choice of movie, I think, is very interesting because we've had a bit of a. What <laughs> I mean, there's a lot been going in America lately in the news as well. But one of the news items, let's talk about it in that way. News items uh, in the last few months has been these white balloon. UFOs. <laughs> See where I'm going here. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. which is, it's so strange, isn't it, with UFOs? Because it seems, it, I swear, in the last ten, maybe fifteen years, they've the. It's almost like they're slightly acknowledging that there's weird stuff that goes on that we don't know about, and they, that's why they're called UFOs. Yeah. Whether before they always used to be like. If you believe in UFOs, you're crazy. You're, you know, it's your fault. And I, I'm sure there are some crazy people that get, you know, that saying they're being abducted, but they're actually having affairs or they're having you know, sex in the woods or something like that. And they're blaming it on abduction or they've taken magic mushrooms or whatever. However, there is uh, the abduction side. I'm not so sure about that side. But I do think there's still a lot of weird stuff that appears in the sky um, that we can't explain. So I think I, I do I love the choice of movie for this week. Thank you. I'm glad you... I also love the idea, and I'll introduce the movie in one second, but I just love the idea that you just said, having an affair. That is quite the ruse to say you've been abducted and go missing for seven days just so you can... <laughs> I, I'm not saying that these people aren't uh, crafty or, or stupid. I don't know which one of the two, but... Um, I, it's, I, yeah, if you, uh, if you've, um, been disappeared for seven days and you've been probed, I think it's more likely you're having an affair with your secretary and you're trying out some new tricks. <laughs> oh my God. If you commit that much effort to it, maybe you deserve to have an affair. That is quite yeah. the production. Well done. Well done, you. <laughs> you earned that. You earned that. Um, but the movie that we will be checking into the hotel today is one of my personal favorites. Now. I know this may not be on the top of everyone's list, and it is verging on sci-fi, but sci-fi, I feel, falls into the horror category. So this is our first venture off a little bit. Uh, the movie that I am bringing to the hotel this week is The Fourth Kind. Yes, that's everyone. The Fourth Kind, starring Milia Jovovich. I always say it wrong. I believe that is how I correctly pronounce it. Uh, essentially, what it is, is it is a movie about um, Nome, Alaska, and how there are several people who are going missing. Uh, what they're really doing is they're being... Okay, so what's happening in the movie is the um, therapist, played by Amelia Jovovich, is hypnotizing people to make them go back because they're all having dreams about an owl, which leads to the idea that they are being abducted. This owl is actually the alien, yada, yada, yada. However, we never see any aliens in this film, which I want to point out is a very fun technique. When you don't actually see the alien, I think it's, it's almost more believable. Why have I chosen this movie? Because I am fucking terrified of aliens, everyone. <laughs> Just 
take a minute and think about, I often think about this. Look, a murderer, great. Uh, you know, that's a human being. I know what I would maybe do. But the idea of something that we have no concept of appearing and all of a sudden just having powers and doing, I just, the concept of aliens has terrified me. Now, there have been other movies very similar to this, Fire in the Sky, which is also another excellent film, uh, very much about alien abduction, very interesting, very creepy. My personal favorite, though, is an older one, Communion, starring yes. Mr. Christopher Walken. Uh, and it is, again, about being in a small, like, um, it, it, out in the country, which is where this always happens. It's always out in the country and abandoned roads. This is another reason why fuck camping, in my opinion, everyone. I'm not going camping. Are you kidding? Yeah. That's where the aliens go. Look at that big old land. Is that a tent? Let's take them. That's what the aliens say. And that is why I am against it, against camping. Um, but yes, yeah, so this movie, when I saw it, I just thought it was such an interesting idea because it also falls into the old Blair Witch kind of projecty thing where it's found footage. Yes. We have found footage. Because it starts off with Mila Jovovich saying, this is a true story. This is based on true events. So in the very the beginning. And so when I watched this movie the first time, I thought, oh, my God. And then they cut to, like, other video footage of, like, apparently the real interviews of these people that are abducted. So all the time you're cutting back and forth between the two. Now, what I've found out since the time that I first saw it is it is also just fake. It is all fake. The whole thing is fake. The other videos where they're into it's all it's all fake. But I loved the way they did it. I thought it was a very interesting concept. I love that they went back and forth. I found it really creepy. Um what did you think? What 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 do you feel about the fourth kind? So yeah, it's uh, it's strange, isn't it? Because with uh, commun communion and fire in the sky, they're based on apparently true stories or true um, someone's true story, someone's story. Uh, whether with this is a complete drama, I did I'd never heard of this one before, but it's only two thousand and nine, so it's not that long ago now. Oh gosh, just when I say that, no, it's, yeah. It's, while ago, isn't it, 2009? But comparatively, it's a more modern uh, film. I thought that would be interesting to do. And also, I'd never heard of it. Never seen it, never seen anything about it. Ooh. So I thought it'd be very interesting to come to it completely fresh. Uh, I was extremely confused. I'm <laughs> glad you said the, the plot. And I, I, I kind of was bamboozled by the found footage element. Um... The, the true scares in the movie come in the odd moments of the found footage, because it's all kind of like there's interference starts happening when spooky stuff, alien stuff starts happening when they're in the middle of the interviews. Someone will sit bolt upright and start screaming, but because the picture's like videotaping starts going interference, I think it makes it scarier. I think yes. that's quite moody and scary. The re The reenactment of the of the reenactment because it's not real the found footage i found quite hokey um i think possibly because it's not aged very well it feels very 2000s acting lighting it's quite glossy it's set in alaska but it looks like it's set in new england um like i'm pretty sure alaska should look like 100 yes. days of night it should look like snow village and it looks like <laughs> It's really beautiful houses and green countryside. I think I'm pretty sure Alaska doesn't look like. 
Um, uh, that was confusing me. Uh, and there's sometimes with the split screen with the found footage and the <laughs> reenactment and the, the synced the dialogue and it's a bit like, why are you doing this? It's just that's that do do either or don't it can't, it's just more distracting than it is artistically uh, direction wise than it is helpful because you're just now looking at two mm -hmm. people talking. I'm not listening to what they're saying. I'm just looking at what you're this this strange split screen uh, or even quarter screen in some of them where it's got to with it where this one guy um, uh, so, uh, kills himself and his family. You've got cameras outside. You've got the reenactment cameras outside. You and you've got close-ups, and you've got and it's the weirdest stuff. So I don't know whether it would have been better to cut to just the found footage, or do it all as found footage, and then just do somebody talking in a chair. I think because there are those sections as well, aren't they? So you've got you've got like kind of talking head interviews. You've got the reenactment, and then you've got the the found footage. <laughs> so it's a bit like um, it reminds me a lot of. Of American Horror Story, Roanoke, uh, the one where it's sort of half of it is—it's a bit like this, where it's like it, it's the what actually happens, and then you've kind of got actors playing what happens next, uh, and then you—it's you, yeah. a bit meta in the in that you see them being interviewed, and then what happens to them in real life, and that one episode treats them and tells to go Comic Con and interviewing all the actors in the so it's maybe it's quite an American thing because we don't have those shows over here where they will uh, reenact accidents with with actors playing the real people i think we probably did in the 80s yeah we don't, we don't really have that now it's a very american vibe so perhaps because it's pastiching or homaging that it would make more sense in america than it does in the uk perhaps i found it maybe, i found it maybe I, I found it i know what they were going for i i don't think it works at all um, well, and a lot of people, the split screen thing really, like you mm. said, it was almost too much stimulus, too much to yeah. focus on at one point. And I think people really with, trying to push yeah. the whole idea of, yeah. yeah. It's very hard yeah. to, it's hard to empathize with them. I think that's probably, it puts up a bit too much of a barrier. So you don't feel engaged or empathize with any of the characters because they're like, well, you're not, re you're the actors. You're not, you're not the real people. So I was like, oh, it's strange, isn't it? Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't no, know. I mean, it. I get it, though. I get it. Yeah. Do you think it's aged well? No. Um, <laughs> but uh, look at me. No, no. Uh, I just, to me, it was just a very different way of doing an abduction. Yes. Maybe for me, I'm yes. more in love with the idea of the movie and what they were trying to do yeah. because I thought it was a creative way of mm. doing because, yeah. you know, and, and because also I did not know that the footage the first time I saw it was fake. And so right. I was fully engaged. And right. I think the movie really built on that because they really did a good job of hiding. Mm. And in fact, they even had websites for the doctor to make it seem like she was a legit therapist. Like, so it was, it really tried to do a Blair Witch thing, which yes. was like, mm, you don't really need to know if it's r real or not. And so that pulled me in, that pulled me in immediately. It is, however, based on a true story. So it's kind of a pseudo-documentary um, that enacts the true events that happened in a small town of Alaska. Um, so basically what happened was um, there was a group of um, First Nations individuals, mm -hmm. nine of them, that went missing. 
Oh, I didn't and, know this. Wow, uh, really? Yeah. Yes, and their bodies were never found. Nothing was ever, you know, they just went missing. So a lot of people say, well, look, it could have been cold weather. Animals could have gotten to them. Maybe they had had, you know, drinks or partying and went out and froze. And the, but the the fact that they never found anything. anything. Of yeah, because normally even with animals, you would still find bones, wouldn't you? Eventually. Yeah, that's what was really. You know, so that's what they kind of base this on. And now a lot of people, too, got angry. And I want to bring up this point, and I think mm -hmm. it is very legit. Look, this is a group of nine First Nation individuals that went missing. And this film was very whitewashed in yes. that every character <laughs> yeah. was a white person. Yes. And so there was a lot of, you know, and I wanted to bring that up because, again, I do think this is... And especially when it comes to First Nations, they are always just pushed to the side and never really recognized, I feel. So I just wanted to bring that up. This was a big thing. And so when the film came out, two people were angry because they were like, you are not even acknowledging the people, the true people that went missing. So I just wanted to say that. So that is actually what happened. Um, also, I thought it was interesting at the end of the movie. This is, I don't know if you stayed and watched the credits, but instead of playing music, you know what they did? They had a bunch of 911 UFO calls. So legitimate people calling in and saying, uh, I've spotted a UFO, da, da, da. So instead of music, at the end, they played a whole bunch of calls of people calling in and reporting unidentified. And I thought that, I mean, I get it's at the credits, but whenever anything creative happens in any aspects of movies, I'm always like, wow. Yeah. So if you go and you watch the credits, you can listen to a bunch of 911 calls where people are reporting, uh, or 999 calls where people are reporting U UFO sightings and, and weird things. And I, so I loved that when I heard that at the end. I thought it was I didn't realize that was real. I didn't realize it was based on that. Only, and that's very annoying about the, the, the casting there. Um, yeah. I didn't realize that was based on a true story. Now, okay, so the big question, do you believe in aliens? I think I do. Okay. I think I do. Yeah. But I don't know whether I, I don't know if I believe in the kidnapping type, but because I, Ooh, okay. but on, on, on as much as it happens, um, sure, allegedly happens. I, I don't know if I believe in it to that scale because I think in the age of iPhones, I think that would be more documented now in the last 10 years. This is a very good point. I mean, that's a very good point. Now, we're, why are there not TikToks about people being up yeah, <laughs> videos everywhere? Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. However, I'm also like, hey, I think we are very naive to think that we are the only living beings in the universe that we're yes. aware of. There yes. could be another million universes out there. Um, so I always, I just believe like, I, I, I think there's more out there than we can ever really know. We are only as smart as we yes. are. Yes. Um, so I always, I always think like, oof. And I think it's just the idea of if there was, what a terrifying thought, yeah. like to think that there is uh, people with more or uh, beings with more technology or more. What if we're an experiment? Like I often think of that. What if we are the experiment and they're just yes, going, oh, yes, what are these yes. ants going to do with their little? Yeah, what are no, they? Very true. You know, very true. That uh, being said, I also think it could be the government abducting people and doing experiments, right? And just being like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. abducted my aliens. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, two, well, two things. I always think it's like I've got more and more into like the, the police as the 
pandemic into deep diving on youtube and stuff like that about like you know where the pyramids come from and like ancient there's one i was i keep watching different ones where it's um like the sphinx having like water erosion at the base of it which i think is so it's probably just the wind but it looks like water erosion around the around the, the first two or three feet of it so it looks like at some point there was a flood there so you you start going well. Is that older than the pyramids? Is that why they built the pyramids near there because of that? And or and and of course just the sheer logisticalness of building those pyramids. You just go. It was was there help? And there's you know Atlantis and Stonehenge. You just go like how with all these things done? Easter Island. You do start to wonder if there's some there's been uh, either a lost civilization previous to ours that had technology that was then lost and then the second after maybe an ice age and then we came back um i'm not saying it's true but it's just interesting to think about these things isn't it so uh but you yeah. and you get all this hieroglyphic stuff and stone carvings where it looks like people in spaceships and and spaceship sort of looking and helicopters and stuff like that where i'm sure it's probably one design on top of something else that they've changed but it looks so suspicious when you see like a helicopter mm -hmm. in hieroglyphics you're like going, well that's just a helicopter how weird is that um i and i was i love the x-files i think that's i don't know whether you know things are close encounters and, and i'm a big sci-fi boy i love dr Hoop, i love blake seven i love all these star trek and star wars but i the, it wasn't really scary until i started watching x-files that's <laughs> really scary and that kind I mean, of x-files was wonderful and they yeah. do this type of like the, the fourth kind uh, a lot um i think they do it probably better i think that and, and obviously it's been in um uh it's obviously been inspired by that it's been inspired by blair witch as well and they, i like the fact they were trying something different i don't think it works in the fourth kind but i like the fact they were trying something different um do i don't know if I, there's so many things but i i you know i i I'll talk. It's like the Jack the Ripper. I'll read a new book and I believe they're like, oh, it's him. Uh, oh, no, it's him now. Because I've watched a different documentary. And the same with Aliens. I'm always like, I'm pretty sure it's real. I'm just not sure to what extent, whether they actually have some basis. To what level. Yeah. 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 Uh, whether they're experimenting on humans um, or uh, at Denver Airport, where there's this, you know, sort of supposed to be these, all these buried buildings and uh, like bomb shelters and things. And, they, and the extra rumor is it's like the bottom level is aliens kind of like. Uh, breeding and sort of executing and eating humans um you know fun stuff um is that, i don't uh, think you should be left alone to deep dive anymore no, I don't that, that I should. <laughs> um so uh i do believe in them i don't know whether the interaction with the human race is as much as perhaps because yes i agree there has to be other there just has to be other life forms out there uh, yeah it yeah. just has to be. And, and so the fourth kind, for those of you who don't know, fourth kind is when uh, there is, you are abducted. So what are, what are the, the, I forget what the first. Oh, yes. Yeah, so the first encounters of the third kind is, is contact, isn't it, I guess. What's the yeah. first and second? <laughs> uh, it's like, that it's, is a good. I mean, I'm, I mean, I, to be honest, no, it's no, like um, first and second. We're talking. Well, we're talking. I was, yeah. Because, I, you know, first and second base, I, you know, I always skip over those straight away anyway. I always go to third and fourth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what that is. I don't know what the Close Encounters version is. Um, <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> 
So, uh, I guess, yeah, maybe it's like a visual. So, fourth kind, fourth kind is having, okay, so is fourth kind is being abducted. Mm-hmm. And then fifth kind is having interaction. So, I don't really know what the difference between fourth and fifth, but fifth is like they say having interaction. Third is seeing, I don't, I can't even see first or second what is the first anyway there's multiple levels of uh i do like the idea of it's being bases with aliens so (laughs) you go to first base with an alien all right that's just that's above the clothing everyone that's above the clothing (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh my goodness well you're not going to heaven everyone that's what goes on there Give this if you have a fifth. Anyway, that is uh, that's what's going. Okay, so we talked about the fourth time. I love that this is a movie. Oh my god, I'm dreaming of making out with an alien now. That's so weird. Okay, so I love that this is a movie you hadn't seen. I love that even it's a movie that you're like, eh, I don't know if I'd see it again. But what I really want to know, Bunny. What I really want to know. Where in our motel? Would you check in this movie? Where does this movie fit into our motel? What are your thoughts? Well, my thoughts. Um, I do love the owl, mon- uh, by the way, the um, uh, motif of the owl. Look, because like, if you yeah. look at the, uh, an owl's face, that does look like an alien face, doesn't it? Also gives me very much mm-hmm. uh, Twin Peaks vibes. I wish they led very more. Twi- I wish they led more into that. Maybe I was disappointed they didn't lean into that more. Uh, in the motel, though, I have to say, because I don't like the direction style as such, I don't think it works. And, I, you know, full marks are trying. I don't think it works. I, I was actually put it into the um, the maintenance room. And I think this needs a lot of work. I'd either go down the route of reenactment or I'd go down the route of the other reenactment, <laughs> the you know, found footage reenactment. I think the found footage reenactment is far scarier because the biggest, and there's not many, scares in it are the uh the reenactments from the videotape reenactments and that evokes more x-filesy kind of like it could be real kind of like and, and blair witch so i think maintenance i think it needs to be split into two and you choose one path or the other that is my that's my choice what would you think Alison? i i completely agree with you i look it is i like where you put it I agree, maintenance. I think there's a lot of work that could be done on the film. I think there was, I love the idea of it. I love what they were trying to execute. Did they do a great job? Uh, some of the horrible acting. I mean, don't even get me started on the sheriff. The sheriff, oh, August or whatever, he was horrible. Yeah. One of the worst, you know, no offense, buddy, if you're if you listen to this podcast, no offense, but we've all got duds out there. Uh, but that was, to me, one of the worst performances I've ever seen in a horror movie. Thank you very much, Sheriff yeah. August. And, I um, and so I agree with you. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I think they really relied on Melia being so pretty. I think she's... And she's she's not, so pretty that maybe... so pretty. Yeah. Again, she's not the greatest actress in the world. I think no, the material so for her isn't the right material. It's a bit like... And it was a little bit... Maybe it was supposed to be a... a, a Mickey take that you know, you know you're showing footage of the real actress. Oh, sorry, not the real, the real person, which is an actress as well. And then you show her, and she's this very glamorous sort of, you know, model. And it's like that. She doesn't look anything like the. You know, I'm going to put glasses on. I'm a doctor. You know, it's a little bit. No, you're not. Really not. Um, you, 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 you're, you're amazing. You can be a super. You, you Wonder Woman. You're not. You know, 
I don't, I wouldn't believe you for a second to be a psychiatrist. Um, so well, that's why I have to wear these glasses. Because if I was to take them off, I mean, people would be so distracted by my stunning beauty that nothing would get done. It, it just want to look at me. So that is why we're always wearing glasses, right? It's for your own. It's for everyone else's own good. <laughs> it's just at first, that we're actually really intelligent. I mean, <laughs> we're actually you really intelligent. Glasses, everyone. Yeah, that's it. Weren't you? Like, you know, take take off your glasses, Miss Charles, and take down your hair, uh, and then the you know unstoppable. <laughs> it's just it's just the barrier, isn't it, to make us? Yeah. So she's not the most convincing. You know, is she a psychiatrist? I can't no. remember. She grew a rocket scientist, for all I know. Um, in this movie, uh, so yes, I would. I think for a chance, it needs a lot of work. This one, it has some very interesting moments. And I think yes. if you if I saw it in two thousand and nine, I would have had a very different take on it. I think I don't think it's aged very well. But then some yeah. people would watch Blair Witch now and not really get it. I think whether at the time in nineteen ninety nine it was like seminal, wasn't it? I don't know whether that because yeah. it's been and also because it's been done so many times since the you know the found footage thing. Maybe it wouldn't work as well now as it did in 1999. So it's just, I think some things just are of its time and they don't age very well. Like, like myself. <laughs> That's what you think. Take those bloody glasses. Uh, well, <laughs> well, there you have it, everyone. The fourth kind. It's in the maintenance room. I mean, give it a go if you want something different. Don't set your expectations high. Um... And uh, thank you very much for joining us again in the Horror Motel.